Welcome to Peculiar Objects, the only podcast that Mikey doesn't like. I am the Cookie oh, Crisp Bandit, Anthony Moore. With me are two people who uh, probably have strong opinions about cereal. Hello, I am one Quaker Oats new Mr. T cereal, crispy, sweet corn and oats Ooh. cereal, now fortified with B vitamins and iron, Nigel Collins. Very nice. But with with vitamin B A Baracus. Oh, absolutely, naturally so. Yeah, I am your uh, Nintendo cereal system, and also uh, a tall glass of orange juice served in a uh, lead paint covered McDonald's glass. Uh, Casey Hills playing uh, Kit Russell Junior Lawman, although he has been divested of his legal powers for the moment. Well, for now. All right, so uh, for those of you who are just tuning into this episode, why are you tuning into this podcast uh, so late into it? Uh, what, we're like 15 episodes in now? Chapter Something 13 like right now, yeah. It's bad luck to jump in right now. No, this is 15. This is chapter 13, episode 15. Uh, so, like, go back. Listen to, to the older yeah. episodes. Uh, do it now. We'll give you some time. Oh, boys, put your cereal down their backs. Crazy, stop eating those children. I'm not not ready yet. (laughs) I know, I'm sorry. It's still crispy. Uh, It's going to get all soggy now by the time we're finished. Anyways, uh, thank you for... The crackles, the pops uh, will fall silent. Thank you for... Like the stars vanishing from the sky. Thank you for coming back. Uh, uh, This is Peculiar Objects. Uh, Our goal is to recreate every single one of our favorite 80s movies. Uh, Movies like... Uh, the Goonies, movies like Monster Squad, movies like Stand By Me, uh, mm-hmm. movies like It, movies like Stranger Things, uh, movies like uh, any uh, other podcast that, that... Getting less accurate on several axes as we go forward. <laughs> uh, any any podcast, I mean, any movie that Casey would like to... Movies like The Shining. Is, uh, kids on Bike Adventure. Uh, the Prophecy. I'll take The Walken. Shining. Te- yeah. Technically, there is a child that rides on a bike in that movie. Tricycle, yeah. Motherfucker, you're taking that, but you fought me on E.T.? <laughs> joke, Casey. Excuse me, does fucking Danny Torrance leap over the Overlook Hotel in the Castle Rock Entertainment logo? I, uh, I quit. No! I'm firing myself. Don't you That is dare. the last straw, sir. That is a kid on a bike too far for this citizen. You have to, no, you you have to j- say the thing then, Casey. Welcome to Casey Hill's last episode of Peculiar Objects. <laughs> I have been broken by Danny Torrance riding his big wheel like that little fucker riding the Wayland Utani tricycle on LV246. It's, it's taken Casey 15 episodes, but he finally feels the way I feel every time we sit down and record. So I'm happy about that. This topsy turvy world. What's happening here? Did we step through a mirror? Ah. The idea about this show is that uh, Casey and Nigel are playing two kids that are going on adventures in this town. Uh, they're riding their bikes. Yep. Uh, this is set in a world where uh, a kid is able to kind of ride his bike everywhere without parents really caring or uh, being sober yep. enough to understand what the hell their child is doing. Mm. So, uh, lots of stuff has happened uh, since we last left our heroes. Uh, Wait, you mean like in the intervening time? <laughs> No, just I oh. mean like like since. You, oh, okay. I'm giving a uh uh whatever 
replay. I'm sorry, is it thing. since you left right here? I thought you meant like there'd been a time skip, like Kit's, <laughs> Kit's been on the lab. <laughs> uh, More so than usual. Adi fell into like a magic sleep, mm-hmm. like Sleeping Beauty. Gotta, Sleeping Adi. That's, that's, so, so first off, uh, Kit Russell is taken away by CPS, uh, to be brought into a loving and caring home, uh, for his, that yep. amount of time that he would stay there. I'm uh, having none of that. Uh, Adi and Kat, uh, come to his rescue and they, uh, manage a daring escape where nobody actually realized that they escaped until it was too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, yeah. they drop Kit off at his homestead and Adi returns home only to find out that his mother, uh, the head of the PTA is actually involved in a group known as the Children of the Black Sign and True. that the PTA and the Children of the Black Sign uh, may, in fact, be one and the same. Uh, Audie and mm-hmm. Kent spend way too long talking about proper bed hygiene. Uh, the appropriate amount of time, I think, yeah. bed hygiene is one of the more important hygienes there is. Before Audie eats a... Before Adi eats a piece of wood and falls asleep. Yeah. Because as everybody knows, that's the best way to fall asleep is to eat a piece of wood before falling asleep. Adi was under a lot of distress and there was various creatures that he was afraid of. This seemed like a logical choice. Not that some random random child just started chomping on wood. Surely. And then, just as we faded out, we learned that he was being menaced by a George Michael just outside Serenaded by a siren. Fucking hate, guys. (laughs) What's the difference, really? That's fair. Um, Sirens? Sirens are, are predators who are out to harm individuals, and George Michael's is a gift unto this world. A guardian and angel. was taken away from us uh, far too soon. I feel like George Michaels is the Michaels mascot that they tried really hard to make work. <laughs> like he was out there trying to make arts and crafts cool again. <laughs> All right. Are you done, Casey? Got that out of your system? Am I done? Ready? Ready it's to... It's 80s related. It makes sense. It's on brand. Your heart. I was born ready, baby. Wham! To the face. Hit me. All right. Hit me. Give me that catharsis in the original sense. So. Cleansing through pain. We. You gotta make me hurt to make me feel better. Hurry up before you go, go. Let's go. Why do we fall, Master Bruce? I need need to start this intro. But you know what? Nothing's like, stopping Casey, you, dude! Casey, you know what? Like always, you're the person who is more hard-pressed for us to not stay on this podcast for a couple hours. Uh-huh. So... It's true. If, if you want to waste I'm our time... Worst enemy. If you want to waste our time, Anthony, I'm fine with that. Anthony, come on, man. I am always the first one off the call. I always have been, and I always feel bad about it. And it's not because I don't love you guys. It's because I love my wife and also the pan of brownies cooling downstairs more. Right, right. So, so do I. Like, I might come over. This the last time you have to... Yeah, by all means. I was going to say, Anthony... Trip to Arizona. I don't mind. What you say, Nigel? I was just saying, you got to have faith. So, like, everything will resolve it itself. Jesus Christ. You know what? Something, something lady in red. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so uh for listeners uh anthony went to go get on some fancy jeans so he can shake his butt happy. at you guys just so yeah. this was your fault absolutely he was gonna put a pearl necklace through his uh what do you call that through the through the loops of his yeah. leather jacket <laughs> that is a great george michael I, I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go uh fuck i'm talk to my roommate for a few minutes while you guys finish whatever this the best is. thing is that like you have to know you jumping off the call is not a joke that will play in the audio yeah 
<laughs> just, no, I know. <laughs> I don't care. Tony, start the episode. <laughs> All right. Stop not starting the episode. I'm just waiting for you to get it out of your system because I know the second I I say the chapter number or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna say something stupid. There's nothing to get it out of, baby. It is the system. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'll be good, I'll be good, I'll be good. All right, so, chapter 13, Midnight Again. We return upon another dark night in the town of Spencer's Falling. Everyone is settled down for the evening, and the only thing that can be heard is the buzzing of a streetlight and the occasional cricket calling out for its loved ones. The town, as if in a trance, has entered a deep sleep until the bright sun wakes it up again in the morning. We close in on an empty cul-de-sac, where a young Audie Oddwards silently exits his house, barefoot and still in his pajamas. He begins to walk towards the end of the town, completely unaware of the world surrounding him. In the distance, hears a faint, haunting melody that seems to be calling out for him in the direction of the woods. A thick, dark mist emanates from the woods and curls through the town like tendrils pulling Audie towards a place he dares not be. As he moves closer and closer to his destination, the song gets louder and louder and the fog thicker until enveloping him. As if whatever is inside is dragging him in. He reaches the barrier at the edge of the woods, separating the normal world from the plutonic timber. He pauses for only a millisecond as if his body is desperately trying to prevent what is about to happen to him. The sound overtakes him, and he steps through the threshold into the other world. Audie, the second you enter through the threshold, there is a jolt in your body, uh, particularly in your stomach area, and you're snapped out of whatever you th- dragged you in here in the first place. What? What's happening? Where am I? I, I try to get my bearings. This this is something you've never seen before. Like the woods inside look alien. Like you remember the the woods right outside uh, the threshold to the plutonic timber being kind of strange looking, mm. but never uh, like not as bad as this. These are like plants that you have never seen before in your life. Okay. Quick question. Uh, did anybody here play Star Fox Adventures on GameCube? No. Where he's on the dinosaur planet? Nope. No. No? Okay. Never mind. There was a bit near the end of that uh, that reminds me a lot of this, where like a piece of the moon had fallen to the planet and was trying to turn the place into the moon and had turned the plants all weird and weird. It was very spooky and very effective. So that's like what an- I'm picturing. I was going to say, like Annihilation with Natalie Portman? Not unlike Area X. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, um, creepy plants. Uh, do I see anyone or a path around this area? You see footprints in a row, uh, leading towards a location. Jesus, uh, the same footprints? footprints that you saw. Oh, okay, just uh, a single one. outside of the, like, on closer inspection. Mm-hmm. You realize that, like, these are footprints on top of footprints on top of footprints on top of footprints. Ooh. With Carly's just being the, um, 
the latest? The the top layer of it. Um, Adi, I want you to roll me a brains check right now for, sure. for me. Here we go. Give me a four. Uh, I gave you a seven. Seven. Adi, you, you kind of have put two and two together, and you realize that for whatever reason, you've stepped through that place that you didn't want to step in through last time. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, with these plants, um, are they bigger than Adi? Or, like, can you describe, like, the, like, the, the leaves or the shrubbery? Like, is it kind of like a palm tree or, like, a pine or... Um, I guess the closest thing I would say they look like willows. Mm-hmm. They're kind of purplish, and the 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 branches, the hang branches, don't actually look like wood. Look like plants. It's more living, more organic. You're you're a ten year old, so you can't really put these 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 words into like actual context. There's, like meat spaghetti. Yeah, they they look they look a little weirder than you have, Adi. Um, yes. If you pay attention, mm-hmm. like if you if you like close your eyes and really pay attention, you can hear this a melody coming from a direction in the woods. However, for whatever reason, it's almost like you have earplugs in your ears. Okay, something is preventing that melody from really reaching into the deep recesses of your mind. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I want to kind of give myself like a disguise, something to where I'm like, I can turn into a small <laughs> shrub, if you will. So like, I want to try to see if there's like anything I can kind of hold like, or like kind of crawl with to where I can. Like one of the cloaks of Lorien. Yeah. Except when they were on the banks of Mordor. Exactly. Yeah. But not quite as fancy. To um, where I'm you like, see, you see, uh, a like mossy kind of stuff growing from the bottom of these trees. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a grit. Okay. What would you like for my grit? A five. All right. I, sir, gave you a fifteen. Damn. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, my grit's twenty, like you. Um, the the moss is gross. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it doesn't phase you. Like, okay. like it kind of smells bad. But you're a gross kind so of kid. Yeah, you're that, a gross kind of kid. I'm, like I was gonna say, like, I am one in one. Like this and, is my and element. Right now, your survival instincts have like kicked on. Okay. Um, so, so you put it on, and in fact, you do it well <laughs> enough that. Um, <laughs> I look you'll like Schwarzenegger a, and Predator, just like plus, smearing it on. You'll get a plus one uh, the next time you're trying to hide from something in the woods. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so, uh, you see footprints. Um, do you try to turn back around, or are you going to go forward? Um, no, I'm worried Like it'll set off like an alarm in a way... But at the same time, they're expecting me. Okay. Uh, I want you to roll another brains check for me. No, right. you know what? You know mm. what? I'm, I, I'm not going to. Um... I'm going to tell you this, Nigel, in a meta aspect. Okay. Um, this is not knowledge that 
that Audie knows. And it's something that I don't really feel like Audie is going to be able to learn organically mm-hmm. uh, in his current position. So, again, take this knowledge uh, and help determine how your character is going to go. Uh, it's like the idea of meta knowledge versus player knowledge is is is... It's a difficult thing for a GM. I want to okay. let you and guide you know. Okay, so... I already have an idea. Audie, because you... And again, I've been giving you guys spoilers of what's happening in this town since the beginning of this this podcast. Audie, because you ate mm-hmm. that wood mm-hmm. before you fell asleep, um, it was able to kick you out of the trance. Right. But the second you entered that threshold, and I think I did a good job of kind of explaining that when you kind of got that jolt. Um, and they're also actively preventing you from from hearing the melody that's that's putting you under that trance. Okay, okay. Oh, they are gosh. expecting you, but they are expecting a willing shell. And at this point, you have now derailed it. You're not going to show up at the exact moment that they expected you to show up. Crap. Um. Uh, okay, I, I'm I'm just gonna do some. I guess I want to try to do some recon stuff because, like, naturally, on top of this, I still am doing a science experiment with my uh, with the PO box, see if it's lying or not. Because um, it's saying that. I think it said Carly was dead or gone or something like that. I don't remember exactly. You're going to have to go further into the woods to find out what's happening with everything like that. Sure. Um, You do a little bit of reconnaissance. Uh, Give Mm. me another brains check. Give me a six. Okay. I gave you exactly a six. Holy crud. Um, You turn around. You don't see anything right there. You see that the path, like, there's no divergence in this path. And enough people have walked through this path that it's... It's like it, I, I've used the word path way too many times. It's okay. Uh, the, the the feet prints have the formed trail. a path into a trail into the forest, mm-hmm. uh, and there's been no divergence from it. Every single person who's entered into this this woods have walked down the same the same road in the same way in the same fashion at the same pace that mm-hmm. it's kind of worn. And and it it's only been three days since the last person came in. Like usually it's been years right. uh, between people going in first and going in second. This time, however, like her feet are still fresh. Nobody's walked in. Nobody's moved in the spot since she came. So you have a clear like outline of Carly's feet mm-hmm. leading uh, directly into the woods. As you spin around and walk around something odd, you realize something odd. Mm. Um, you're not sure how far into this place you've been, but at least for miles and miles, like further than you've ever even walked through the the woods in town, it's just this kind of tree. Mm-hmm. And you've seen, like, hmm. the outside of the woods. You've seen, like, how big you expect this area to be. Um you're kind of confused about how you're so far into it and so deep when the woods themselves aren't that deep. Okay. Um... And the other odd thing mm-hmm. is Carly's feet start in almost the same position you're standing in right now, but when you turn around, her feet aren't there. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> no, thank you. She's waiting so, in the in the branches. Mikey doesn't. <laughs> like I was it. gonna say. Okay. Um. Well, I'm gonna use the same logic that I saw from uh, Disney's Alice in Wonderland that my mom made me watch. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna take a piece of that tree you as do a well. Lot of drugs. <laughs> I'm gonna take a, a a chunk off that tree, pocket it. Maybe it's a, a key okay. to get back and Audie. forth out. Yes. Um. Yes. When you took the the piece of the bark that was in front of the 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 threshold to the plutonic timber, mm-hmm. it it felt there was something good about it. It didn't feel bad. It was a little weird. It was the good wood. This feels wrong. This okay. feels oh, no. bad in your hand. This feels bad inside you. This feels like whatever it is doesn't belong where it's at. This came from a bad birch. Came from. I'm thinking it's vampire fairies at this point, and I don't want to take or consume anything. Sure. So, but I, I do want to do Renis. Okay, it's fine. I, I I want to move forward, see what because okay. I need to know what the hell is attacking our town. Okay. Uh, you move forward, and we're gonna switch to okay. Casey. All right, justice. Uh, Casey, you wake up. Ah, what is it? You have the you have the right to get off my friggin' back. Uh, <clears throat> the 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 sun is shining. The day is bright. Ah, you feel my oldest enemy. Fantastic! You've escaped. Okay. Uh, social services. You're I've living. Never felt at your as good home. as how I do right now. You 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 feel as good as home. Um, you're not sure really how you want to proceed. Uh, because you're kind of trapped here. Uh, you know that there is some some stuff you want to kind of explore, um, but you're gonna kind of mm-hmm. have to uh, leave it to Adi. You may like need to guide him uh, as he does reconnaissance for reconnaissance for you. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got a lot of stuff that you need to uncover uh, as the day it's true. starts. First things first. It's time for this complete breakfast. Ain't no law getting done on an empty stomach. I've said it before, and I'll say it Very again. Very true. Two egg omelet. Uh, hmm. A little, a little, what some would call on the undercooked side. Okay. Uh, I don't like dry eggs. Don't like them. Never have. Uh, bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Cheddar jack cheese. Just toss it in there. Simple man. I, nice and melty. Can I qualify? Uh, when you say bacon bits. Sorry. No, you're fine. I heard bacon strips. No, like no, this is there. this is a question that needs to be heard. Go right ahead. Do you mean you're asking if I'm using bacon bits or if I'm making bacon and crumbling it? No, I was thinking you, you're making... you were going to be using dog food. Yeah, bacon. and I wasn't sure if this omelet was for Kit or for Cat. It's both. He split. He splits the omelet. He puts regular bacon on one side and bacon strips in the other side. And bacon strips in the other. The and plate. oh boy, have <laughs> sitcom shenanigans <laughs> sure ensued before. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue with it's your amazing good. omelet. Uh, amazing omelet, toast, whole wheat, grape jelly, uh, poppy seed muffin. Maybe it's it's objectively too much food, which is what the uh, American Food Association tells us we need. So I chow down on that. Uh, I have a great big bowl of Mister Rogers cereal, and then I start thinking about. Um, the marshmallows are all like cardigans and sneakers and stuff and a little trolley. Uh, and then I start thinking about what I need to do for the day. Um, first of all, I'm going to look through 
all of my notes, all of my documentation, all the Xeroxes I made of all the books from the library, and see if I can find anything about this black sign uh, that we saw on the clay. Okay, um, roll me a brains check. Yeah, dog. Me uh, brains. Me brains is a ten. So let's see. Okay, I want oh, well, you to what, roll what number am I aiming for? A six. Oh wow. Okay. Six. Okay. Let's see here. Raru. Oh, ten. No. Wait. 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 You rolled a zero. One. Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> this shit. Wait. No. Wait a minute. Wait, because that's these fifty. So if it was hundred, if it was ten, it would be hundred. Okay, and I don't have enough crunchy points. Just roll, just roll it again. Kit just woke up. Okay, he's got boogers in his eyes. He's real muzzy. Okay, then I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my regular. Okay, Raru. There we go. Uh, so that's a three, and I'm gonna go ahead and use my three crunchy points. How you like them crunchers? Uh, to meet the six. Okay, so I think I feel like this is important. It is. And it was important enough that I couldn't just give you that one because I was going to have to figure out another way to give you this information. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> um, you realize that coffee, the four individuals who founded the PTA were with Jonathan Spencer when he escaped Arkham, Massachusetts to the Northern Territories. And a few things are kind of coming together for you uh, from that. Based on the information that Audie told you last night, that he suspects that the Children of the Black Sign and the PTA are one and the same. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that the people who created the PTA were with jonathan spencer when he stole the teachings of the children of the black sign and mm -hmm. escaped into it and they're the ones who put a kibosh tried to put a a stop to all magical kind of stuff going on in the town mm. like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like things are just kind of adding up about who the pta may actually be right it's a real uh it's a real hot fuzz situation here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, all of this is, it's not exactly surprising. As you said, I've had these pieces for a while and I've been moving around in my head, but I'm just now, they're starting to click into place. So um, while I'm sipping my Sanka, uh, I grab the walkie-talkie and I do the, the, the squawk for... Uh, for D, for deputy, to uh, see if Adi's awake and able to talk. Um, there's silence. Hmm. Well, that... Hmm. Guess I didn't really plan for uh, what would happen <laughs> unless he was able to follow the very specific instructions we had laid out. Uh, okay, well... My deputy's not answering. It's very early. It is... It's, what is it's it like? Sunday, right? Yes. Okay. It's, yes. It's early, like, like you... You're not super concerned. Um, Audie's been through right, a he's lot a small boy. in the last few days. He needs his rest. He, and, and you kind of suspect that he probably kept himself up just kind of worrying all night. Yeah. Um, it is his way. 
So um, he's just sleeping it off, probably. You okay, cool. Decide right. that you're gonna give him like an hour or two before you try it again. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's a little early anyway. Okay, then. Um, I would like to pour through these texts some more and see, like, much like with Audie's uh, sliver of the Goodwood, um, I would like to see if there's any, like, supernatural preparation or weapon or potion or defense or trinket or amulet or talisman uh, of any kind I can put together. Um you kind of realize that the only thing that you can think of that will help you as a ward is in the book, which you don't have. The book, the book itself, the, the children of the black, the book of the children of the black sign. Yeah. Okay. The teachings of the children of the black sign. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, man. Um, so I can't really do much without my deputy right now. I need to keep a low profile in town because social services uh, will be searching for me with all the best intentions. You know what? I'm taking a Marshall's morning. I'm uh, I'm just uh, kick my feet up here and enjoy the latest episode of uh, Thundercats. I think. Okay, uh, nice. you spend an hour watching Thundercats. Oh, snarf! <laughs> you try to call Audie again, and are met with silence. Deputy, deputy, are you seeing this, deputy? Snarf, he took, he tried to take Lion-O's sword, he tried to get it cleaned as like a, like a Lion's Day present, but, but then Mumra came by and he was like, oh no, you must be the new bearer of the Sword of Omens now, so you're gonna have to fight me, Mumra, the ever-living, and Snarf is like, oh no, Snarf, Snarf, Adi, you gotta see this shit, this is great. Okay, uh, Casey, I, I really need to know, um... This isn't actually a bad thing if you decide that this actually happened. Did you actually hold on to that button and say that entire long string of text uh, into the microphone that is in Adi's room? And you know you did, presumably damn it. on. You know you did? You can't okay, help yourself. So... This is your character. Yeah, you did. This is my Okay, so here's you here's did. what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I am going to put one answer in one hand. <laughs> And one answer no. in the other. Casey, you did. Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> I think we all know I did. Oh, so, buddy. So. <laughs> Adi, have you seen the commercials for these trapper keepers? It seems redundant to me. I mean, if you've already got something trapped, surely you shouldn't need additional assistance to keep it. Um, the Mead Corporation. Okay, tell me when you're finished, when you're finished, when you take your hand off the, the button. I think it's actually really important... <laughs> I'm not irritated. You can go on for as long as you want in this. Um, but you need to take your hand off the button for the next thing to happen. And say over. All right, well, let's see what's up next here. Centurions. This seems like something Casey will eventually remember from a 3 a.m. when he was six years old. Love Centurions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Says Audie's dad, just like interrupting. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay. No, no, I have to... I didn't like you, boy, but I'm here to talk about Centurions. This is definitely a divergence. Uh, Centurions is one of those shows that I was pretty sure I I imagined as a child. Right, because Because you only saw it at 3 a.m., right. They're they're people who have robot uh, body part, like, like... Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a a a suit that that turns me into a motorcycle, but I'm still a human. Yeah, but I have a motorcycle really attached to me. Fucking awesome. Okay, 
It's real good. Bro, they had an orangutan. Right. Well, all this was pretty good. Uh, it's, uh, let's see here. It's 1980X, so Road Rovers isn't on the air yet. So I think I'm just about out of stuff to watch. Uh, all right, Adi, I'm going to wait for you to wake up. I think I'm going to uh, do some paperwork. We really need to get a new secretary. Ever since Diane left, the uh, the clerical housekeeping around here is just just gone straight to the mangoes. So, all right, I'll I'll, I'll try to hit you up again in a bit. Squawk. Wait, 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 wait. This is the marshal. Out. Squawk. Cat says hi. Squawk. You, you turn off your mic, and from the other end is a voice. It says, Kit Russell, why aren't you with social services right now? <laughs> just looks looks at the walkie-talkie. Looks at the mug of Sanka. <laughs> looks back to the walkie-talkie. Um. Uh, uh, who, who would like to know? I think you should come over right now. Come over where? Okay, you know, you know who this is and you know what she's saying. She's not going to say anything beyond that. Oh, is it, is it Mrs. Oddwards? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's kombucha. Okay, I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. All right, okay. <laughs> Shelly. All right. All right. Well, sure. You know, it depends on how well you know her. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll be over directly. I think it's time you and I settled a few things anyway. You want me to bring anything? Like she, she's hung up. The 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 line is dead. You can keep talking. How did you get a dial tone on a walkie-talkie? It's not, I don't think that's a, how this is supposed not to a work. Dial tone, but like, there's not that like. I'm more impressed than anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I would like to make my way yonder to the odd words. Uh, but first, I want to put on my backup coat, my stealth coat, um, and my emergency hat. And, uh, stock up on just, you know, my, my, my basic equipment, my little, my little tools and stuff. Nothing special. Nothing, you know, not like a friggin' sniper rifle or, 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 you know, anything like that. Okay. So, uh, just gonna do my basic equipment. And I don't, I don't have any, like, real weaponry, but I will take my good walking stick over, I think. Uh, it's one I carved myself. And it doesn't have, like, it's not magical or anything. It's just a, a nice stick that I've carved some nice nature, you know, frescoes and similar on. Casey, I, this yes, is going to be an honest question. Uh, and I need you to think in terms of who Kit is and not necessarily okay. what Casey agrees with. Um, okay. Does Kit own a gun? Kit is not a Republican. <laughs> uh, okay, so... I don't think so for a couple of good reasons. Um, we have established, or at least strongly implied, that Kit has had some experience with Spookalpation and with the weird in his past, and has seen that guns, uh, by and large, are not especially helpful in that context. And second of all, uh, even though he is Marshal of Spencer's Folly and surrounding environs, uh, he is still, as you have noted, uh, technically a child fugitive. And gun ownership is not conducive to keeping a low profile when you're a minor. Okay, uh, <laughs> I would like so, to argue the other point for this. Um, go on. I'll allow it. You've established that that uh, Kit Russell, uh, for all intents and purposes, is a frontiersman, correct? 
Right, he comes from the territories, yeah, from that place you a, won't let me a, name. In an area that doesn't actually exist in the United States. Uh, right, the Arizona-Oregon-Tana territory. Uh, I thought it was going to be um, Oklahoma. but And he has lived on his own uh, for most of his life. Um, okay. And that he needs to forage and find food on his own a lot of the time. Uh, though Cat right. is a very good... Um, you don't have a a um like a you don't have like a pistol, you don't have like a shotgun. Uh you have like a just like a, a wee hunting rifle uh, like a hunter's yeah, like rifle. A, just a, yeah, just a little shoot 'em up like what I what I'm inclined to call a 22 even though I know absolutely nothing about guns. Yeah, I'm sure it, I just made a lot of people definitely not, very angry. It's definitely like not an airsoft rifle. It's definitely not a a BB it's, it's gun. It's a gun. It is a gun gun. But, but it's it the small, gun. it's the babyest gun. Yeah, right. it's a gun for kids. Okay. Um, okay, cool. Like a Davy I, kind of thing. I would yeah. highly suggest that Kit takes that with him as well. Okay, then I I hide it as best I can under under my coat, but keep it, you know, accessible. Do I get some kind of prize for allowing you to sway me on this? Do I get a crunchy point? No, this isn't fake. Man! This isn't fate. Fate was awesome. <laughs> I liked fate better. Um, um, the the idea is that I need I need things that are conducive to the story right now. And so far, uh-huh. you don't have any kind of weapon to. Uh, I I was taking a walking stick, dude. Uh, yeah, that you're really hoping that Anthony pulls a a. Oh, I guess your walking stick is actually magical out of his ass. No, dude, it was just a walking <laughs> stick. All right, magic Freud. Honestly. <laughs> Anyway, okay, uh, then fine. I, I take, I take a, a wee, a wee rifle as well. A wee, like a bird rifle. Okay. Uh, like a Nelson Muntz kind of thing. Yeah. Do you take Cat with you? That's a very good question. Um, he's going to attract attention. He's going to make sneaking a lot harder, but he is my deputy dog and furthermore has saved both Audie's and my bacon. On a regular basis, here, uh, here, from the past little while, so probably yeah. Here's the deal: like the person who you don't have to talk social... me into taking the dog. I'll take the dog. Here, the person who called social services. No, this isn't even about you taking the dog. Uh, the person who called social services on you is asking you to come to her house right now. Like, yeah, either either you're gonna show up and social services is gonna be there, but the fact that she didn't make a stink about you escaping and was pretty. Yeah, I don't want to use the word somber. I don't think that's correct, but neutral she wasn't agitated about yeah. you coming over you through your training you feel like there's a reason why she wants you over and it's not to uh hi got you going back okay. to social services also where's maybe it's for drinks well okay. also where's the other walkie-talkie at so she has it then she has the yeah. walkie-talkie in your room in and... my room right okay then yeah i take cat i um I put his deputy's badge on his collar. Uh, I put his little hat on his head. No, he doesn't have a hat. Uh, he does have um, just like a bandolier of of useful items. You know, like a string, a first aid kit. Um, you know, like a fire starter, just like a little you know survival kit kind of stuff. Um, and uh, then I say, "All right, boy. Uh, you and I have been through a lot together. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Who's the best deputy?" Who's the best deputy who's not Audie? Yes. Okay. Um, things are getting weird at a pace 
that I don't know that even you and I are able to keep up with. And I feel like they're coming to a head. But you know what? I know that as long as I got my dog and foose, as long as I got my good, good doggo, I think I'm going to be all right. Now, you ready, deputy? You want to go save Audie? He's ready. You guys head to um, Audie's house. Uh, you go, you drive through town. Uh, it's it's still pretty early in the morning. It's a Sunday. People are either at church or or doing stuff. Brunch that, hasn't been invented yet, so yeah. Uh, doing stuff that isn't. So you kind of go um, to uh, the house without any issue. Um, you get to his house, something doesn't feel right for you. Mm. You can't put your finger on it. It's not the kind of feel right that isn't making you trust this situation, but you just have this sense and, uh, cat's growling and facing a different direction. Which direction? Towards the woods. Towards the woods. All right, I want to um Is there like a like a stone, like a good just like palm-sized like like sort of flat like kind of kind of skipping rock? Sure. Cool. All right, I'll take that. I'm going to take a Sharpie out and I want to uh inscribe the the black sign on it. And I want to point it towards the house and then I want to point it towards the woods. Where uh, Wentz cat is growling? What are you trying to do with that? I don't know. I'm just trying to see if like there's any reaction. No, no reaction. Like if it's like no, no reaction. All right. Well, Godspeed, weird rock. And I, you know what? I actually put it in my pocket. Who knows? Who knows when a good palm-sized rock will come in handy? Fake out the rock. All right. All right. Um, cat, 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 deputy. Hey. And I, I do. Um, see, here's the thing about dogs that you teach sign language. They know that commands are visually based, so when you're trying to get their attention to tell them to do something, they know they can just look away. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get him to look up at me, and I'm like, "Cat, cat, all right, okay, deputy, but the, all right." But the other thing is, now, uh, cat isn't deaf, so he can hear you. He's looking away, and he's not hearing you. Right, so he can just ignore me regular styles. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, uh, cat, I'm gonna go in and talk to Mrs. Oddwards. You stay right here. Uh, I'm gonna have you come over here and hide behind this conveniently shaped, uh, garden statue. Okay? Come, just come right over here. It's gonna obscure you from street view, so you can keep your eye on the woods just there, but to all appearances, uh, you'll be right behind this dog-shaped bush, and, uh, no one will be the wiser. So do you go inside? I knock on the door. Um... There's a, a few minutes. Uh, Audie's mom comes in. I am the marshal. What's up? Did you really say that? Did you really do that? <laughs> I mean, in my head, not out loud. <laughs> uh, she opens the door and, like, sorry, Mochi. Roger it Rabbit. Looks like burst all through. of the. It looks like all of the blood has been kind of drained from her face. She looks pale, pale. Madam Chairwoman. Mr. Russell. Ah, Marshall. Uh, to what do I owe the request of a visit? They took him. They took my deputy? 
They took my son. Who? You know who. No, I don't. I thought you were in charge of all the spooky same doings. You and your PTA folk. Are you telling me the PTA took them? People, the same thing that took Carly Figueroa took my son. Come inside. She kind of, like, looks around, like, like before letting you inside. She closes the door, locks the door, bolts the door, um, and puts, like, a chair up against the, uh, the door handle. All right. As Kit enters, he, he makes a little, a little blessing sign. That's the thing he does whenever he enters a home. Um, she gestures for you to sit with her in the kitchen. Uh, on the table that she's sitting at is a book that you've seen in passing before, uh, but is never actually, like, like you've actually been able to get your hands on it. Is that what I think it is? Uh, you tell me what you think it is. Is that the teaching of the children of the black sign? It is indeed. So... First and foremost, uh, can you and I agree to, I don't know that truce is the word, obviously we have differences, and they may very well be irreconcilable, but for the time being, can we set them aside and agree to work together until we retrieve your son and my deputy and best friend? I think that can be managed. Hand. She doesn't shake your hand. She looks at it. <clears throat> no, it's not going to happen. Just move on. How seriously do you expect me to take this? She slides the book closer to you. I think you have to take it as seriously as you need to take it. Mm. All right. Um, I'm keeping an ear out for Cat. Uh, because he has warned me of danger once before. And that's just in this town. That's not even counting all the adventures we've had in the past. So I'm just keeping an ear out. But, so, before I open this, uh, tome, this volume of Eldritch Lore, let me make sure, uh, as if for the benefit of some invisible listener, uh, that I have these events straight in my head. You control, or are at least in a position of significant power within, the PTA. The PTA and the Children of the Black Sign are, if not one and the same, at least have heavy overlap. Correct? They are one and the same. One and the same. Well, that's got to save on business cards and stationery. <laughs> yeah, that's probably I, for tax reasons. It's a good idea, too. I need to assure you... I did not know that when I joined the PTA, hmm. and I have tried to leave ever since, and have been unable hmm. to do so. Uh, my son mentioned my drinking um, before they took you away yesterday, and I feel like you should know why how I ended up in that position. Um, uh, you don't have to explain your vices to me, uh, madam, but if it'll make you feel better. I joined the PTA to help the town, to change the town for the better. 
Um, it wasn't until I got too far deep and actually was like awarded the presidency uh, of the PTA that I found and discovered the true nature of what the PTA does, what that book does, and why the town has had children go missing from it for centuries. It was too much for me to handle. I thought mm-hmm. if I just ignored it, it would go away. I wish I tried to black it out. I tried to get rid of it. Hmm. Unfortunately, just because I wasn't there to run things doesn't mean that it its purpose wasn't done. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it is notoriously difficult to reform corrupt systems from within. That's why, uh, for real progress, abolition tends to be the only way forward. So, what is it in the woods? Do the children serve it? Do the children try to fend it off and, and protect the town from it? What is the relationship with the thing in the heart of the Plutonic Timber? She grabs the book. She opens it to the page. Um, it's, yeah, it's I wasn't going to be the first you, one to touch that. It, it, it's it's in a script that you, you cannot read or cannot recognize. Uh, but she turns... Um, she recites, and I'm not going to have you go and reread it, and you're not. I'm not going to have this to have to go through. She recites the thing that that is said um, uh, during the ceremony after these events happen every time. Right, uh, right. She says, "You've heard this before, right?" I have. I actually have it right here. I pull out my notebook where I've got it transcribed. Uh, do you remember what the English translation they gave for it was? I've got it written down here somewhere on one of me papers. We purge this town and the evil that inhabits it. May you sleep now, uh, never to awaken again. Sorry, not we purge this town of the evil that inhabits it. May you sleep now, never to awaken mm-hmm. again. Okay. Okay. So, so you are trying to defend the town from the thing out there that takes a child is the child an offering is the child taken despite your efforts that's not the actual translation and the pta has done a very very good job convincing the members of this town that that is actually the the ritual that they are doing what the translation Uh of this this, moses gets horns what the translation of this actually says is may the blood of the child please our great dark master and may he return again at his wishes to eat again. And that is the actual translation of that of that that uh string of text I gave you, Casey. Jesus. The PGA has been pulling the strings of this entire thing since the beginning. Um Jonathan Spencer was the founder of this particular sect of the Children of the Black Sign whose goal is mm-hmm. to unleash whatever that thing is out there. None of us are even sure what it is um, into the world to destroy it, to end things forever, to cause general mm-hmm. chaos. It's 
you know the thing with these kind of cultists is there's never a defining reason why they should do it. Mm-hmm. Their quest for power, their thirst, their hunger drives them to to do things the way it is. So does one child, however long, like, is there, at, at what point, what is their victory condition? They feed it enough until it is strong enough to leave, to exist, to uh-huh. move from the plutonic timber. This this situation feels different for me, though. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Not because are they? my son is gone. Sorry, how close or what? Uh, what I meant was, like, how close are they to accomplishing their goal? I'm not sure, but they, they're they methodical <clears throat> about it. They, they... This is, this is only part one of a two-part ritual. The first part is is done as the cleansing uh that the children do at midnight that you that you witnessed yourself earlier this week mm-hmm. the second part somewhere in this i've never been a part of it i refuse to um puts children into trances they are lambs to the slaughter they are the sacrifices that the town gives to whatever is out there to feed it to make it grow stronger so the fact that after i confronted them last night about what was happening and and wanted out they took my son from me Hmm. they're sending a message this is not to feed the master as they usually do this is to put me in line to tell me that even I, the head of this organization, is not immune to the power of them. Hmm. Okay. So we know where Adi's gone. We know why he's gone. Uh, I think for a couple of reasons that that plan will not go quite how they think it will. And we'll see if my suspicions bear out on that. So... Next thing's next. If we try to go get him from the woods, which I'm definitely doing no matter what, you can do whatever, but we can definitely go together as well. Are we going to meet with any opposition besides the the plutonic threshold and whatever else might be inside? Are they going to try to stop us? The children of the black side don't know you're here. They don't. They think that you've been taken away. I have, oh, all right. They have no reason to believe that you would be any threats to them right now. Right. And they think that you are, uh, and I, uh, not, with with no disrespect, they think that you're probably at the bottom of a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to make a very clear point that Kit is not being a dick about that. Like, people get through no. the day, whatever. Kit doesn't care. Um, no. All right. All right. So, we're going to go get my deputy and my best friend, we're going to go get your son. Now, there's one thing I want to know. I've seen blue flames. 
I've seen maybe some time travel in clay, which I have more questions. Do you know anything about that? About messages in handwriting? She looks perplexed. There's no idea what you Don't worry about it. It's probably a different thing. Okay, (laughs) never mind. Move on. So what you're telling me is that this ritual to whatever that thing is works regardless of intention. It is not based on belief. It is not based on sincerity. It is based upon the completion of a series of mechanical actions. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, do you have access to any... This is going to sound silly saying it out loud, but do you have any magics? Do you have anything we can use to defend ourselves on this thing's level? I mean, I saw a giant campfire turn blue, so this stuff works. This stuff works whether you believe in it or want it or not. She she uh, hands you a slip of paper that is definitely oh, hello, around 200 years old uh, with a... What's the word? Uh, Like the front of the Artemis Fowl book. What's that called? A cipher? Yes. A scroll, an incantation, an inscription. That's a cipher. Uh, a cipher. <laughs> it's a cipher. She's like, I've never well, read Well, it's not a this. cipher if it's actually in a different language. It's only a cipher if it's in the same language, but it's obscuring the writing system. Whatever. It's it's the the Rosetta Stone to translate uh, what you need from the language it's in to English. And at least help you cool. pronounce the words. Um, Action translation montage. Yeah. It's like, uh, and I'm not like I'm not good at these kind of writing system things. It not only no, uh, helps you read the alphabet phonetically, mm-hmm. but also helps you translate uh, what they're saying to what they, what it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Okay, so I now have access to a spell book. Uh, not. I, I mean, obviously not. Like, I'm not gonna fireball, no, whatever. But like. You, what you have access is to a, a book of ritualistic teachings uh, from a specific designated cult. Uh, two of the writings within which are the rituals to summon whatever it is. But beyond that, there's mm-hmm. no guarantee. She says she's never read it. She's never read through it. Uh, I'll just say this in character. I've I've never read through this. I've never translated this. I have no idea what's inside or what okay. if there is even anything in here to that you can do to stop it. But this is okay. all I can give you. It takes four days from a child who enters into the plutonic timber for them to reach the thing that lives inside it. After those four days, there's no there's no bringing him back. You have to get him and stop, at least stop him from coming into this before that, or you'll have lost him forever. Oh, so she's not helping me on this. Providing me the book and the translation yeah, key can. is is the, the extent of the help she's able to offer. Yeah. Okay. All right, madam. Well, I wish that you and I had come to an understanding earlier, but then I wish a lot of things, and I imagine you do too. So, a uh, a man I very much respect would say to me 
in times of trouble and times of upset, he would look at me and he would say, Kit, what is the most important step a man can take? And the answer was always the same. The next one. So I'm going to go get our boy back. And then I'm coming back to this town and the PTA is going to find out the hard way that no one is above the law. She looks at you and says, My husband nor the beavers know anything about this. Um, the fact Yeah, that, that was my next question. Been, so they're just a bunch of gross dudes. They, the fact... No, they're... Their goals and and purposes are what's the word altruistic is that the good word yeah yeah um benevolent they they were victims to their own lack of knowledge if they find out that the book has been taken though they will come after you so you don't have a whole lot of time to do what you need to do when she says do what you need right. to do, she mean, you mean she means go into the woods, not... Of course. Hmm. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Can I interrupt as I interrupt? Of yeah. course. Because I'm thinking, like, uh, her her child's gone, um, and, like, the best defense maybe for her to be in a drunk stupor, like, to where she can't really answer. Are they going to, like, interrogate and, like, drill her, or...? No. No. Like, I mean, when like, they find out the book's this is, gone, this is that's punishment her, to her. The book's her responsibility, right? So I mean, no, like, the book is the child's that that teenage boy's or that family's responsibility. Oh, she, she ch- pulled some strings to take the book. Okay, from him, and that's okay. why if the beavers, if the beavers, like, okay, let me back up a little bit again. What I'm going to say is, when it's not used for ritualistic purposes. The book of the children of the teachings of the children of the black sign reside in damn zero because the beavers and their children are the ones who are responsible for that part of the ritual. Ooh. Okay, so it's literally a dam to protect the book. Well, it's a dam to protect the evil coming out from the woods into the town. No, I get and, that. Right. And their eyes is the the book is what is the, the protector of the one of the protectors of the town. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So she, she because her husband is in charge of the, the beavers, took the book uh, without his knowledge. Uh, and Gotcha. Uh, okay. And cool, gave cool, it cool. to Kit. Okay. Then uh, I am going to go back to the station house with this book. I'm going to step out very carefully. Uh, what's Cat doing? He's still growling at the, the woods. All right. Come on, buddy. We head back to the station house, and I want to get to translating. And I know time is short, but knowledge in this case is quite literally power. So uh, I'm definitely going to have to go through this this whole thing. And I'm comfortable with that being a flip back to back to Adi, or we can end or whatever. But that's that's what I'm doing right now. You realize it's going to take you more than four days to translate this entire thing. Frig! I look in the first, uh, this is back in the station house. I'm not just yelling frig into the street as a wanted man. Um, okay, Thony. Is there an index? 
Like, can he decipher that? Just like you needed me to answer honestly about whether or not Kid had a gun, I need you to listen to me about something and tell me if you think this sounds like it would be a thing that would be true, because I think in your heart you'll know the answer. So, this book, is it, uh, is it, is it typeset or handwritten? Handwritten. Handwritten. Okay. Jonathan Spencer was a man who did his research. He was a man of learning. He was a man of letters. Would his book not have an index? It's not his book. He stole the book. Right. Well, shit. <laughs> this is, this is, this is a book that is older than you've ever seen anything That's right. done written in That's a language. Right. So this isn't like, Jonathan Spencer's personal notebook. This is not like I got confused. I'm sorry. Okay. This is the actual no, not your physical fault. book of the teachings of the black sign that was stolen from uh that period of time forever ago. Salem's uh that Jonathan Spencer dragged with him. Mm. That was that Sheriff Redwood, right. that Marshall Redwood found uh with dying in his hands and all that stuff. Right, right, right. Same okay. Then, uh, then I'm going to back that up. I'm going to back that whole okay, thing so up. So here's then what I'm going to I... say to to help expedite things and to get you in the woods. Um, It's actually a simple cipher. It's actually uh, the phonetic alphabet is actually oh. like um, did you know that it's really easy to read Korean? Like, like it yeah. takes you it takes you like 25 minutes, minutes of your time yeah. and you can actually phonetically read you may not understand the words but you, but can, you can sound it out right um and then and then like it's a it's an ancient language it's very very kind of basic um so it it's gonna take you, Do you a know little why that longer. is about korean tony go ahead I, I don't know but uh uh it doesn't really matter to me <laughs> oh no i think it's interesting it's I'm because intrigued. the korean alphabet was actually specifically designed to be elegant and straightforward and, and easy to use it was actually commissioned by one of the like i don't know if it's a king or an emperor or or whatever because until then korea had used uh, a combination of uh japanese and chinese characters like everybody else in that area and it got too bullshit complicated so they decided nah you know what phonetic let's do this and so they specifically designed it for ease of use and elegance that makes me so, so happy. uh okay and so you realize that the, the actual translating part of it is going to take a little bit longer um mm -hmm. but uh you are confident that you have it that cipher memorized enough that you can read the book and try to translate like in your head as you as yeah. you go as one would do with an artemis fowl yeah okay all right, then I just want to flip through and see if there's, like, a section on blessings or, like, here's the monster manual. This is what you might meet in there. Or, like, inscribe this on your walking stick to make it a plus two or, nope. or some shit. Just nothing like, like that. There's nothing, nothing, is, like that. nothing useful. Is there an index? And we're just skipping past it because Listen, we got fixed up. Listen, this will be useful, but Casey, you're not getting a magic walking stick. Well, it was worth a shot. I, I mean, blessed and magic are different no, things, here's, depending on who you Because here's what ask. you realize. Okay, here's what you realize as reading through this. Nothing in this book is good. This is a book of evil. Great. So great. So so there's nothing that's gonna imbibe you like like there's 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 so. rituals and stuff. And what you realize is these are teachings. These are are you're gonna get 
right. information about the the monster that lives in the woods, what they're all about, uh, and there are some rituals and some incantations specifically designed to summon evil beings. Okay. Okay. You there's too much of the book for you to figure out if there is a reversal, if there is a like a failsafe, whatever. That's okay. that's hard for you to figure out. But uh there's there's nothing here that is going to be a protection for you. Um Okay. Then what do I learn about what's in the Plutonic Timber? Uh you'll find out after you go into the woods. Um prime reading spot yeah dear henry thoreau would be proud sure I, I, okay what i'd like like she really stressed to you that you don't have a whole lot of time all right then uh i leave the house not sure why i'm speaking in the first person narrating my 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 decisions as i'm making them i leave the house kit leaves the house uh he gathers up cat and uh so I, i'm gonna head to the i want to head to the woods but i want to read it at the same time, I, I used to read when I walked my dog. Can I do that? Can I just have Cat yeah, guide fine. me? That's fine. Cat's, Cat's smart enough to know his way around the town. In fact, right. Kit feels smart enough and 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 confident enough that Cat can guide him the way there. Uh, that he actually right. sits in the sidecar uh, to better. That's fucking radical. To better uh, have a better like grounding. For That's very right. good and super inconspicuous. And, I like and, it a lot. And and. and Strangely, Kit has never like questioned this behavior of Cat. This is just what, what? he assumes yeah. all dogs are like. Yeah, he's a dog. What? <laughs> Dear, why did you mean to tell me your dogs don't help you with your taxes? Like what? Okay. So, uh, Cat runs through the town. He runs through the woods. Uh, you see Audie's marking, and you notice Audie's oh. footprints. Uh, almost lined up Uh-oh. exactly with Carly's footprints as uh, oh, you shit. head through the woods. Um, you go oh, for like 15 minutes until cat dead stops in front of a barrier that you are pretty sure is there, but you cannot see. Hmm. I don't care for that one bit. Huh? Uh, to, All right. To your right, you notice a piece of uh, a tree with a piece of bark carved out of it with a knife. Oh, that must be where my deputy came by. Okay. Well, if he's... Then he must have... And I did listen to the last episode. All right, then. I take out my uh, my pocket knife, and I, I shonk off a, a scarpel of... Uh, carve off a scrap of that bark, and uh, which is actually really bad for trees. Don't do that. Don't carve your name in trees. Don't hurt them. They're living creatures. But anyway, I take a piece of the bark, and I just... All right. Oh, here. I break it in half, and I, I give a little bit to Cat, and I take a little bit for myself, and we, we chomp down this bark. Okay. Is it worse than our bite? <laughs> yes. So we uh, try to walk through the barrier. Uh, you walk through the barrier. It, it, it's 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 an odd sensation for you. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm very sorry. I need to, This is important. Quick question. Is there a save point nearby? No. There's not a glowing circle with a hat floating in the... Welcome to KCL's last episode of Peculiar Objects. <laughs> Is there a Moogle? One of those green pyramids from Chrono Cross? Uh, there is a guy from the Children of the Black Sign with a gun that shoots you in the head and kills you. That's a good aim. Well then, I mean, that's one way to save your progress, in that there won't be any more afterward. Yep. <laughs> so you can okay. continue with right. this, we... you can walk through the woods. 
Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So having having nom nommed our special bark, Kit Russell, Junior Lawman, and Cat, his dog, enter the Plutonic Timber. You enter into the woods. You turn around and realize that there are miles and miles of Plutonic Timber behind you now. Huh. And Well, that's a hell of a thing. You see... If I had a Fitbit, it would be very confused. <laughs> you see two sets of footprints heading into the woods. One is very rigid and seems like it's following a path. The other looks like a mm-hmm. uh, uh, child with ADD who likes to practice karate moves and kicks oh, as no. he's traveling through the woods, uh, is running through. Uh, Do I see any tracks that look like they were done in kind of a grumbling gremlin <laughs> gait? Yep, yep. <laughs> Did any of my evil Knievel PJs, like, get tattered yeah. or left? Okay. Yeah. Part of my cape. Oh, no. Kit, Kit, oh, no, his cape! A little bit. Kit, you realize, though, that the fact that Adi's footprints are different than the rigid ones in the middle means that Adi may be more okay than you think he is. And we'll leave it at All that. Right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was a long episode, guys, but we did it. After actually, it wasn't. No, it's not super terrible. Hour and a half, like hour and twenty. Yeah, hour and twenty. It'll probably just yeah. go down to an hour. And a lot of it's getting yeah, yeah. cut. <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, this was Peculiar Objects. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are towards Thanks, the guys. end of it. We only have a few more episodes left until we finish out this chapter. Uh, I'm super excited to see what comes because I have no idea what's coming either. Um, if you like this podcast, please subscribe to our pod- podcast network, Semi-Automagic Inc., uh, and listen to some of our other podcasts, because all of them are pretty awesome, and you should listen to all of them. Absolutely. Listen to shows like yeah. Dice and Virtue, a D&D 5e podcast with Casey, Dylan, and Christina. Listen to uh, The Final Podlum, a Sherlock Holmes study podcast with Casey and Nicholas. Listen to Squirrel Scouts of America, a s- incredible, unbeatable, unbeatable squirrel girl uh Read through podcast with then, yeah, Casey Ellis <laughs> and Liz Layton. Uh, listen to the Gerald yeah. Field Report, a critical media study of Hey Arnold episodes with Casey and I. And listen to Sunday Drinking listen Buddies. Listen to the Orange Lazarus Gospel Hour. Nigel and uh, Dylan and I get drunk and talk about shit on Sundays. Uh, if I ever finish fucking editing that that the first uh, episode, <laughs> you're editing it. Uh, I thought this was straight from the horses of courses. We have to, we have to like put it together. Yeah. I uh, basically my my voice uh, wasn't recorded on my fancy mic, so it sounds like I'm being recorded through. Right. A Plus, the horses said so nay to us. So. And uh, and then I'm I'm in grad school right now, so any free time I have is spent working on homework and not editing podcasts. Nerd. Good job uh, if you furthering like us, yourself. If, if you like us, please uh, subscribe <laughs> to our Twitter feed at the underscore P.O. Bo- P.O. underscore Bucks. Uh, tell us your favorite rumors. Tell us uh, passages that you think are going to be in the children, the the teachings of the children of the Black Sign book. Uh, tell yeah. us what you think happened to Adi. Tell us what you think is going to happen to Kit. Tell us what your favorite breakfast cereal is. We really want to know that. Yeah. Tell us whether you think Kit got the bacon or the begging strips on. Actually, you know what? Uh, you Let's all follow... say what our favorite cereals are. Captain Crunch with heavy whipping cream. I am a real, uh, just a, just a real slut for some honey bunches of oats. Ooh, good choice. I, I, I like, um, a frosted flakes with fresh cold milk, but like in the first two minutes. Of course. If afterwards, no. 
Of course. It's like a McDonald's cheeseburger. If you get it right when it's made, it's a, a thing of incomparable beauty. Absolutely. But after that, yeah. I actually like slightly like half mushy cereal. It's the best. Yeah, no, there's something to be said for it. Um, you know what I really love is like, I'm also a big fan of uh, frosted shredded wheat. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's full of fiber. Sure. It's very good for you. So you know how you reach the end of the bag of cereal and it's all crumbled, oh, right? Well, when it's just a shredded wheat, shredded you just wheat? pour that in there. Just this, oh, just sugar wheat goop. Oh, it's so good. Like a weird oatmeal. Sugar uh, wheat goop is the name of this episode. <laughs> sugar, sugar wheat goop. Okay. Sounds like a real uh, you bad can find me at El Chupacabra DLX on Twitter. You can find Casey at Hotel Theotokos uh, on Twitter. You can find uh, Nigel Collins at Nigel Collins eighty eight on Twitter. Nope. Um, you can find. I think you've said a different number every time. Yeah. No, it's you leave, 80, you leave Nigel 86? Collins eighty eight alone. He's gone through eighty six. Nigel Collins eighty six. Is that sure? It? Somewhere in between there. It's a number. <laughs> Nigel Collins is his number. We'll figure it out. Uh, you can find 86 at Nigel Collins. You can hey, find, hey, hey, you can hey. find, <laughs> you can find our podcast network at semi auto magi on Twitter. Um, that's it. Uh, as always guys, um, I don't know. Translate books, read, do eat it. Your cereal. Yeah. All cops are bastards. Keep it crispy. And black lives matter. Keep it yeah, crispy. they sure do. Anyways, Keep that's it. it guys. Thank you very much. Love Talk you guys. To you. Bye. Keep it crispy, all our buddies. Spooky synth music. I'm I'm wondering <laughs> you know, if I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> Just cut that. I had something I had something to say about lead based McDonald's cups, but I think you have to tell me to cut that. <laughs> I'm This is just gonna This is this, don't cut this, put this at the end of the episode. <laughs> Okay. <laughs>